It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Okay, what I'm going to say today is going to be really hardcore. I say that out every once in a while. But uh, I mean it today because we're going to go over things that very few of those speakers out there will talk about. So hold on to your hats, sit down, get comfortable, and enjoy the show. So uh, I'm just trying to call into the show. Just make sure everything's okay. Taking the sound. Yesterday I did about 45 minutes and found out that it wasn't getting in. All right. So today All right. We'll go beyond what speakers have been have been saying for a long time. Uh, their stuff is programmed ideas that we've been programmed to accept as truth in religions, spiritual paths, and even people that don't believe in anything. Except there's always a little bit of truth somewhere, and I suggest you really go out of your way to find out whatever it is. Uh, if you want to call in, the number is 347-945-7202. All right. Now, this world has been here for how many, many centuries, years? How many lifetimes of people came and went? And all through that time, the human race has changed very little since they populated this planet. So I'm going to say something that should aggravate all the women out there. This is a man's world. It will always be that. Sorry, that's not my fault. Uh, something could change it. And that would entail all women on this planet working together. Whatever the truth is, Uh, free rights, free will, all those kind of things. But not to be a victim of men. So, if women around the world could do that, they would be able to change the direction that the planet has been going. In the past hundred years, women have been given more rights than they have ever been given. Not meaning it's a lot. Not meaning it's everything. Some rights. Like the right to vote. The right to live the way they want to. The right to have a child. And even that's being... Could be taken away completely. How many children you can have. I mean, that's controlled in other countries. So women need to be active. Actively working together. I mean, men men will never be able to do that. So let's let's try a different species, meaning women. You cannot be considered sex objects, which you are by ninety nine percent of all men on this planet, whether they admit it or not. It is. There are things you got to do. If you stick together as as a group of people. The first thing you need to do 
Uh, I'm going to try to go through a lot of things today. Uh, if you do have a question, please call in. The first thing women need to do is change the laws that exist on the books. Most of them were created by men how many years ago? And one of the worst ones is pertaining to sexual abuse, rape, child abuse. You know, that is pretty pathetic, sick. If you steal from the government, in the United States anyway, it's considered automatic 25 years for that crime. Why? You kill a cop. I mean, certain things you do, you get a, an automatic sense. Do you think killing a cop is worse than raping a woman? I sure don't. Stealing a letter from the post office is worse than raping a woman? I sure don't think so. Any men that suggested that and allowed that to be on the books is pretty pathetic. And then for women not to stop it or change it. I'm telling you, if even 75% of the women in the United States got together and started boycotting it, it would change. It took, I don't know how many women it was, about 13 women that were sexually abused by Bill Cosby to go around to change the laws in about 14 states. If they could do it, imagine a group of women together. Well, time's running out. The world's crashing because of the ignorance of man. Are you willing? Are you ready? Are you going to ever get involved to change it? Now, I don't mean joining the army and going on the front line to kill somebody. Again, the Women and men are so different. But who's responsible for the whole idea of the program? What's it have to do with aliens? I'll tell you everything. And she said, why? Why or how? That doesn't sound right. Well, humans were not ignorant in Atlantis. And it was probably the only time. All of us that were here at that time frame were incredible. You might want to say you were one with everybody in that time frame. Because everybody was a good, loving, compassionate being. Aware. Not ego. But. It lasted a long period of time. I, I, there's no such thing as time that we know it. But uh, to try to put it on a calendar from an idea, it'd be twenty to 30,000 years ago. Certain alien races came here didn't like the idea of a beautiful world. And they figured right then and there they could abuse it. But they'd have to rearrange a few little things, like our thinking. Certainly only races, there was about three that were responsible for that. But who were they under? Sure not the God, the highest God. 
it was by Lucifer himself. Well, Lucifer's as real as everything else. I mean, you could accept that or not. That's your choice. Most people want to deny anything that sounds bad, no matter how real it is. If it sounds good, they'll accept it. And if you ask a person if they believe in unicorn Pegasus, they probably won't say yes. It's too far out of their imagination. Ask them if they believe in Bigfoot. Most people say no. So, the human race has already been locked into ideas. Who created these ideas? Who created the boundaries? I mean, the mind is a pretty incredible thing if allowed to use it wisely and rightly. Women trying to make God a woman is not going to help or solve the problems, people. It's wishful thinking, and it's re- and it's not accepted. Oh, well, yeah, by New Age people that say I'm a New Age person and the goddess controls man, who's the one that created. God was never a man. It was never a woman. Either way, what people try to classify it is, it as is not what it is. And the problem with all that, mankind cannot move forward if they don't understand God. They will not. Not a man idea of what God is. Sure, the woman's idea of God is a little bit different, but what God does is still the same. I mean, whether you think he was male or female, he still created dinosaurs, or she created dinosaurs, whatever. How do you want to look at all that? But it's all a lie. So if man has become aware of God, we become aware of truth. But that's not happening. Now, when I talk about truth, especially for women, what right do I have? Well, you know, probably the same right as any other woman does. Well, it's ridiculous. No, it's not. We reincarnate on this planet many times. Each time we take on a body that we come here that's suitable for our karma. Most souls usually stay the same, meaning whether it's a male or female. But you do change. You can take on a female body the same as you can take on a male body. Not not a choice of your karma. It will determine that. If you're not moving in the right direction, it'll put you in the other to experience that, to understand it. But sadly, most people don't remember their past lives or want to or believe they existed. I mean, I could throw in the whole thing about being gay and what you think because you feel it and, and all that. It's because you're aware of those emotions you had in another lifetime. And there's no doctors out there helping people understand that. Nobody talks about that. Nobody will. Except me. 
I've been there. I've been done. I went through it. So I know a lot more than most people are willing to talk about it. I've become aware of all my lifetimes back to the beginning of Atlantis. And then before that. Soul didn't have to start on planet Earth either, just so you know. It could have been an alien, another world, another, another different space in the universe, a galaxy. And then after reincarnating again, it came to this planet. This, this planet has a different karma than most of the other planets. It, this is something that nobody will say, which I will. God allowed this planet to be the most important planet. Well, you know why? This is the only planet that you're capable of attaining God-realization. And that's what other alien races, species, do not like. If you know they promote the word ascension, I know TJ, sorry, she's going to a real lot now. I didn't say anything about it, but uh, she has a really hard time going on right now. And I ask anybody that can help her, please do. TJ Morris, uh, send her send her an email, pull up a site, and donate anything you can to help her. Her daughter's in the hospital, very sick. They both got to go into the hospital. They got no money. It's just sad. Uh, T.J. Morris, please, if you can help her, do. Uh, but now, it's really important to be aware of your past lives, which I said. Very few, very few people are or have a way to understand it or to try to understand it or even learn how to accept it. Because you're already programmed so many different ways not to. In my lifetimes, I was male most of them. I was female in about two lifetimes. One of them was one of the two most important lifetimes I had in all my incarnations on this planet. Which are the two that made me should have made me, I can't say should because it didn't, but I could have became totally aware at that time and not come back. But when you're in bliss, there's no real desire to leave it. If you assume you're in bliss, why would you want to leave it? Because then in your mind, oh, it could always get worse or bad things or different things. No. Once you go past the bliss state, which Buddha talked about, which exists, it only gets better, better for a word. I was a female during my lifetime when Jesus was alive. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but I was alive and a female when Jesus was with Mary Magdalene, and Mary Magdalene was my closest friend. That's what I can talk about. That's what I can talk about. What Jesus was teaching, which very few people understand, if any. Uh, I have met a few people that said they met with Jesus, all right? But I don't know how much they really knew him. Or knew his child, knew anything, knew any of that. Uh, I became aware of all this when the Da Vinci Code came out. I, I put my first book out the week before the Da Vinci Code came out. 
where it actually suggested maybe Jesus had a daughter. But outside of that, man is learning nothing important. Everything they think they're learning has nothing to do with spirit, God, death. Yes, it has to do with living, living in the now and the moment. Really? This moment is going to come to an end rather soon. And 125 years at max isn't a long time. And the older you get, which I find out, the faster time seems to be moving. When you're little, that desire to become 18 or 21 seems like forever. When you hit 45, it seems like the time clock speeds up and then already you're 65, which I am. So, uh, you're being programmed by society, by our government, by people. College is the most important thing. And through that, you'll be able to make lots of money. Not help lots of people make lots of money. If you know numbers, I did a show on numbers or I didn't get all the way through it, but the numbers of people dying in a hospital, medical reasons, is 100,000 a day. So think about that. How many people are the doctors really helping right now? There's 350,000 children being born every single day, which is a lot more. So there's a lot more sex going on around the planet. But is there anything spiritual about either or any of that? Women out there, please listen. Don't don't leave the show if you're already here. Stick around. Might learn something. Might help you if you listen to it to the end. I'm trying to help you understand men, at least, which can't hurt you. Man has not become any different than an animal. And in some cases, even worse. Well, we, we can build a car. We can build a spaceship. Can we keep a relationship together? Can we be caring, loving beings to our children? Can we teach them anything? Do men have anything other on their mind other than sex? I doubt it. Do animals think like that? Of course not. Some animals have sex a couple times a year and that's it. But if man didn't get it as often as he desires it, or I'd like to get it, uh, I don't think he'd be happy in life at all. The idea of women thinking that they put makeup on and dress for men and themselves, where you feel better. You're programmed to feel yucky, bad, or whatever, without it all. I don't remember when Twiggy was coming out. This was a, a good-looking, beautiful little girl, skinny as a rail, and was considered the top model at that time. But she wasn't built like women are today. And there was a magazine called Morals, and it showed how we went from uh, a woman being a woman, normal, having a little bit bigger body, bigger this and bigger that, to a point where the skinny has to get thinner, 
The butt has to get bigger. The breast has to get bigger. I mean, the image changed. If you put it on a, an image machine, it would look exaggerated every which way what a woman looks like now to what they really look like. But was it because they wanted to? Of course not. Women say, well, I want to look pretty. For who? If you're looking in a mirror and you're seeing yourself, you might want to look different. I mean, you want to look normal. That's one thing. But looking beautiful, outrageous, why? For yourself, when a girl wears a real short dress and everything else, high heels, is it to look in the mirror and say, wow, I look so good? How about to attract men's thinking and awareness and, and the way they look at them? When they wear sexy clothes, why do movie stars and, and actors and actresses all get super dressed up and wear hardly anything? Uh, and they're proud of it. And then all you hear on the internet the next day, oh, they were so sexy, they were this and this, that, and it goes on. It's all about, that's what people care about. Not what, what, what awards they want, it's about what their dress looked like. Well, do you remember going back in time? Men wore wigs. Men wore tights. Men wore lots of makeup. Ever wonder why? And it was the elite people that did that. The elite people are corrupted. People with money always, 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 always become corrupted. So if you look at your bank account and there's a lot of money in there, you're corrupted. I don't care what you say, what you tell other people, what goes on in your thinking. You got to have more money. Men, mostly in general, desire money. And even when they get it, what do they desire next? More money. And then, usually, more women. It's not about finding God, finding spirit, finding truth. Teaching truth. Understanding the truth. No, none of those words exist for a rich person. The rich people, the sick rich people, control us at every level. When is people, our people, men and women, going to realize Every law on the book was created by a rich person. How many homeless people come out and make a law that we have to live by? Ever. Why is it rich people are allowed to make more money no matter what they do? Why is an actor allowed to go to get paid from a million dollars, five million dollars to do a show or whatever, millions of dollars to do a, 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 a movie? And a football player and a basketball player and a boxer all allowed to make super tons of money. And the more they make, the more they're allowed to make. Last year, I think the boxer made more money than any other boxer or any other person in history. He made $180 million to beat one person up, or try to. So, where is mankind going with their ego? Perverted, twisted, sick. When it comes to war and the future, the technology they're creating will destroy us. It's not women's desire to have robots doing everything. But sadly, they were used to doing everything. And they don't want to be the slave for a man anymore. So it's kind of like being pushed on them. Well, let a robot do it. Uh, now, getting back to that clothes thing, when aliens come here, what do you think they wear? What kind of clothes? Do they wear makeup? Do they wear clothes? Do they? Somebody just said aliens program the way we... I said, you got to be kidding me. A lot of alien races don't need clothes. 
They wouldn't be able to put it on if they had it. Maybe uh, something that could slip around their back, but other aliens have to wear spacesuits. But no, people think stupid. They don't think about things that are important that relate to what they're talking about. Like, why are aliens really here? We can go into that if I have time. Because the perversion and the twisted thoughts and belief systems on this planet now about aliens is so corrupted. There are no good aliens. Take that to the bank. Promise. Oh, well, yep. In a hundred years, in ten thousand years, what did any alien race do positive for the human race? Bring Bigfoot here. I mean, if that's you want to call that positive, uh, what do you want to come up with? What do you want to say? Uh, well, they protect me. They just, nobody protects nobody. Because there's one hundred and fifty thousand people dying daily. Who's protecting any of those people every day? Nobody. Aliens, angels, you know, a concept of God. What's going on, people? Are you listening to the facts? No, you're not. You give two hoots what the facts are. You like the program. Don't you? But the program's pretty sick. When a program's sick, you need to change it. You have to. Now, something uh, a little more important than that. Why are you here? Why do you think you came here? Um, Think about that. I'll give you a couple seconds. I just want to finish up on a clothes thing. Most aliens don't wear clothes. Except maybe a spacesuit. Do people assume men change in time? They think prisoners will become better people and let them out? Uh, They don't change. No one changes in one lifetime. Even if a soul has many lifetimes, if you're not aware of any of them, it doesn't make it any better. They don't change any quicker or faster. There was a book came out, I don't know how many years ago, I guess. It was called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. kind of describes the aspect of what it really was. Don't ask me how he came up with it. Uh, I just found it rather interesting where he would actually classify and show the difference between both. It is such a dramatic difference. And there's things that are very important about that. There are stories, and I'll say they're probably true, about seven people that came here from Venus. The planet Earth. They were different. One of them supposedly stayed in the White House for a long period of time. Once they realized his abilities and and where he was from and everything else, they kept him there. They almost were going to kill him and put him in jail, but uh, once they realized he was different, 
For real, not just saying it. Like 99% of everybody else out there. It became more real. But Mars, all the people that say they have gone to Mars, government people, people that travel with spaceships and everything else, all these people, talk about the races on Mars, multiple races. Mr. Putin himself said there's 37 races. Someone in the community goes, well, there's 280 races. I said, well, name 100. Uh, 37 races. Even that, I said, name 37 races. Who are they? What are they? What do they hear? What do they want? What's the difference? So, Bob Dean, who is somebody I, I liked. I met him a few times. Thought he was a great guy. I also thought he was an alien. Whether he was or not, just a different story. <laughs> uh, but he was pretty honest about his life working for the government. Another friend of mine, her husband, worked with him directly. And they were involved with that stuff. So, and this other person's still alive. Well, he was until rather recently, I should say. We have to go back to races that came here and races that were here. In the present moment, there are four races on this planet. And they're separated by color. The intermingling between them is changing the color because it won't be considered one color anymore. And black and white, yellow and white, white, black and yellow. I mean, you could add them all together now. Uh, and your child could come out anything. But there were four, four colors here now, and there was five more in Atlantis. So it's pretty hard to think uh, that we're so important, whatever race we're in, and think our race is more important than any other one. So real fast, if you're new to my show, if it's the first time you listen to me, I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis of who I am. Because you can say, well, he can't, he can't say, he doesn't know, he's blessed, he's blah, blah, blah. Well, I spent my whole life on a spiritual quest. I was involved with the good, the bad, and the ugly at every level. Spiritually, physically, psychically, you name it. I studied the world inside out. The inner worlds, the outer realms. And then that, during that time, I became aware of all my past lives as well. I learned how to soul travel, which is the highest a soul can do. I met with many angels, demons as well. Worked with deities, three different deities. In this lifetime alone, I went to almost all the psychic abilities, which I choose not to use any of them because they do not work in a good way on this planet now. I've been close to many ships, over thousands. I've been close to an alien. I was a foot away from a Bigfoot as as well. I went to 14 religions, many spiritual paths on this world and in the inner worlds, only to find only a few, there's 2,000 at least religions, many more now, I guess, that are even so little, but they're there. but have any clue, any uh, real idea of what God is. 
how is that? How is that even possible? What is the definition of God? Well, I'll have to start with by saying it's man's story. Right? The great creator, ruler of the universe, source of all moral authority, the supreme being. All right, now think about that. I guess if you're a Christian, that's your total belief system. In a new age world or whatever, it could be, if you're not thinking of God, a superhuman being or spirit having the power over nature and human fortunes. All right, then you got another religious path that would say deities. I call them little gods. They're the highest things, beings next to God. Higher than angels, higher than demons, higher than everything else that exists. But they're allowed by God to do what they do. They rule the plane that they're on. Whether it's the astral, mental, etheric, soul plane. Whatever it is, they have to make sure that no one goes past them that don't deserve to. Just like any anything else, there's always somebody that has to watch the gate that somebody doesn't go through that's not supposed to. If a rapist or a murderer was allowed into the higher worlds, what do you think they would try to do when they got there? Anything different? Become spiritual? Well, God allows them to rule that level, making sure that the vibration of the people and the souls that are there are vibrating at that level. Now, the difference between the astral plane, which is not bit much better than here, I mean, it is when you get there from here, but uh, it's ruled by three gods. Moses is God and the Hindu gods. Jehovah, Brahm, Cal Brahm. Uh, and guess who's the third one? Lucifer. Lucifer is an archangel. Just like Michael was. Every few angels were archangels. But when they try to make him a saint, it's so ridiculous. Uh, it's, let's downgrade him to a saint. Uh, no. They were much greater than that. Always. But, they did get cast out of where they were. For reasons. And it doesn't go into the Bible that much. Well, they were cast out of... Why? What were they doing? The things that they were doing. So, if they were... Imagine what man's doing compared to an angel. Where should they be cast out of? Planet Earth? Well, that's what man thinks. No, this is hell. So why should it be cast out? It should be stuck here. And that's why people have so many incarnations here and don't leave. And still don't know anything. Sad. Scary. Isn't it? It should be. While this is all going on, how many people are aware of any of it? Do you know? Do you believe anything I'm saying? Probably not. If you do, do you care? That it's everything you're dealing with is lies? Programs? Still thinking what school's about, thinking what college is about, thinking about what life's about. 
or lies. I'm in love. That's not a lie, is it? Are you going to love your partner forever, and she going to he or she going to love you back? I mean, are you in love with your dog? I mean, whatever it is. Uh, how real is it? And what's it mean? What's it do for you? Makes you feel good. People like anything that makes you feel good. Anything that pushes the blood through the body, makes it vibrate, stimulating the nervous system. Is it? makes a person happy and that means drinking drugs cheap thrills which I always put in it because an adrenaline rush is exciting for a very short period of time not like you keep your adrenaline running through your body for a month or a week you're lucky if you keep it running through your body for 10-15 minutes uh some people might be able to keep it a little bit longer than that, but not in general. Now, to show you lies, how they manifest, how they keep growing, I can go on about every speaker out there in the UFO world. I can go on about all the speakers out there in the New Age world, the futuristic world, where the dreamers go, like Barbara Max Hubbard, uh, futurist. How the future is going to be so great. Not if you stay here, it's not. We're not doing anything to make it better. Do people stop and look and think ever? What are we doing? Why are we here? What are we really supposed to be doing and creating and making and working with? Fire to burn houses down, bombs to blow people up. What are we doing? Making more drugs and liquor to destroy the brain, the, the, uh, the actual protection inside our bodies? Okay, a name, Ed Dames. He has been pushing the kill shot for many years now. Kill shot meaning the end of the world. Or most of it. And he tries to tell people what to do and how to, how to protect themselves from it. You can't. You can dream and wish all you want. I don't care what kind of bomb-proof shelter you have. If you're the only one there and there's millions of people starving around you, they're going to break into your house. Uh, no matter what. Uh... Every year he keeps saying, this is it. There's no turning back. It's definitely going to happen. And we're ready for a kill shot. We're ready for God to say, hey, look, man, I gave you every chance that you had. And you blew every single one of them. And you don't even hear what I, what I, what I want you to do. You just don't listen. How many people listen to God? Oh, I, was, I had a conversation with God. I debated him many times as well. Please tell me why God would stop and talk to you about love and tell the world that love's the answer. Well, the same people tried to make it say that's what Jesus came here for to do. You can't teach love. Does anybody understand that? Action shows love and compassion. But you can't teach it. something critically important to the way we live life, what we believe and think. So to say, well, he was told by God that we are all this beautiful being. We are? No, we're not. We're in hell. And we're not going to get out of here easily, and neither is he. When you stand before your higher source of whatever you want to call it, when you die, it's not God itself. God doesn't care about every single person that comes and goes and comes back. 
That's why deities are there. The angels help you make the transition, but it's only to deal with the karma that you already created. So why do you listen to these people? Why are you willing to spend money to hear them and you can't even barely listen to me because it's just, oh, it's too this or it's too that. It's too hard. It's not real. I don't want to believe that. Believe the junk, the garbage, the baloney, whatever you want to call it. What keeps you in that world you live in that you think you call life is beautiful in heaven. It's the biggest delusion, illusion, fantasy idea you can come up with. But how many people are really happy? I met a few people in this life that walk around wherever they go, they're happy. They get a flat tire and they're still smiling. Anything, they get separated from their wife. They're still smiling for a while. Uh, then again, until you face the truth, until you face the dark side of within, the darkness, the demon, the devil within, uh, can you rise above it? Do you know your angels? Or spirit guides, whatever you want to call them. Do you? Do you listen to them? You do? What do you get? What? Please, show me I'm wrong. Show me this great miracle they're helping you do or overcome. Overcoming the sickness isn't that great because that means you're still going to stay here in hell. People don't understand why a disease was even created in the first place. The body's a perfect system. It was always perfect until mankind started creating things that destroyed the immune system. How many times were you reincarnated to get into this lifetime? How many times? You're over 10,000 years old, to say the least. And you took on many bodies. Do you remember any of those bodies? Oh, I was the queen or the king. No, you weren't soul is usually the best it has ever been in this lifetime. And if you're poor and homeless in the ghettos, either you were really, really bad in a past lifetime, or you never made it to that point yet even, to consider yourself a good person. But it's karma. It's a lot of karma stopping, stopping all your life and dying. What's even worse? Being rich, famous, and having money. And then getting dementia or Parkinson's. Imagine losing everything you thought you knew in this lifetime even. That's sad. Uh, that's pathetic. So, please, when you listen to these other people, listen to them. Living in the now. Now you're now. Now what? Stay in the present. Oh no, I want to live in the future. Uh, you can't. Well, I'm going to go into the past then. You can think about the past. You can dream about the future. But you're sitting and dwelling within the present. And that's all you can be. Are you the best you can? You're the best you want to be. Put it that way. You want to be better? Better in what way? More money? Usually that's the case. I want to be better. I want more money. Not I want to be a better, more spiritual person. Because you don't know what spiritual even means. So, uh, i got a lot to go through today. Whether I'm going to get through it all or not, we'll see. But please, tell your friends about this show. Tell them to listen. Tell them to email me, write me if they don't agree with one thing I say. 
Let them try to tell me their truth, their story. I'll listen, and then I'll tell them the truth back, no matter what. There's only one truth. Not 100,000, not 10 billion, 5 million, 50 billion. Uh, in all the universes, all the truth out there is still one truth, God only. What is your God? Do you believe in one? Let's start there. I I do a lot of shows on God. And there's not, not too many people out there that can. But they have very little clue to what God is. Sadly, 99.9% of all people make God what they want it to be. When you use the word caring, loving, protecting, they're delusional. God is not that at any level. God is a tree. No, God is not the tree. Well, God is a rock. God is not the rock. If I spit on the ground, am I that spit on the ground? If I throw up, am I that throw up? I mean, it's leaving the body. But Jesus said, it's not what you put in your body, it's what comes out. What we say, what we do, the actions that we put out there. You can make a billion dollars. You win the lottery, you made what? $700 million yesterday, or tonight, last night, whatever it was. You go out and buy a couple cases of drugs. You buy a small town. You have the money to do it. And then you sit back and call yourself spiritual. Does any of it fit together? Is any of it real? You're really living in a delusion. Do you know what spiritual means? And I will say this a few times today. And Jesus said this many times. I don't care who you are, what religion, what path. It makes the most sense. I don't care what deities, what angels, whatever you say you work with or believe. This goes for the Muslims, the Jewish, the Christians, you name it. It's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich person to get into heaven. Take that phrase and remember it. Remember it. Especially when you start getting lots of money. All these rich people, what do they think? Do you really think Oprah has a plan when she gets to heaven? What does she think is going to happen? She had abuse when she was little. Sure, she was hurt. And she really never gets over it. Nobody ever does. I've been there. I know what it's like. It's always a part of you. How it affects you is one thing. And if you think, now, somebody opens up a school in Africa and puts all these women in it. And just because you open the school, you say, okay, I'm spiritual? And then all those people in that school get sexually abused. Is that spiritual? You might have started off with the idea of being spiritual. It's like bad things happen in the name of good things. You don't know the outcome. You could. If you listen to soul, you would know the right action among the wrong action. But how many people listen to that? How many people know how to do that? So... I talk about that many times. We'll go into that as a workshop one day. We'll go into a lot of things. I keep putting this message out there to try to get some people interested in the truth. 
you know, they'd rather spend $2,000, $3,000 to go to a UFO convention to hear about people saying they were on ships with aliens and they're all good, they're all going to help us. Please, that a UFO is real. Go outside. I'm putting out a book. I'll probably be giving away really cheap, if not more than a dollar, a manual on how to see a UFO, if that's important to you. I get into fights and discussions and, and really try to debate people. Like the East SETI Ranch, Mr. James Gillen. Everything he sees, oh, they're aliens and they're this and they're that and this. And they're right near an army base. He claims multiple things. Just because absorb, and I'll tell you this effect. So I gel 18, good friend of mine who we worked together doing Project Camelot. We worked together years ago filming creatures, entities, and things that James Gillen never even touched. But uh, in that, we have thousands of pictures of things that nobody else has ever shot. And all these things around Gillen's Ranch are good, and everybody loves to see orbs go past them. We were the first people to go public in New York City filming orbs in front of people just because we said they're there. They're always there. You know what I learned? They're there no matter what kind of energy is going on. The more the energy, the more orbs will come. Because inside the orbs are usually alien races or species or beings, whatever. Kind of like little ships, if you want to call it that. So, just know when you're making love, there's a lot of little balls of orbs around you. You're singing, there's a lot of orbs around you. You're crying, there's a lot of orbs around you. Not God, not spirit. Aliens. Alien energy. Why do you think they come to this planet? It's for energy. Whether it's, I'll call it food. And you can classify it as food and food energy, both. So hold on to that. I know you're not going to like that idea, but that's as real as it's going to get ever. I have not met one person that could go into what spiritual really means. If you try to relate your spiritual and you relate it to God, you are saying you know God. The true God. Please call in and tell us that. Tell everybody right now what that means, what it did for you, what it, what it, how how you came to that decision, and what makes you classify it as God. What's God look like? Where we went to? It's not male or female. So what's God look like? A blob of light, partially, the light around it, sure, but it has a form. And if you ask native people, what's the highest experience you could experience, which I went through many times as well, ask them. I'm not going to tell you. Ask them what their proof that there's a God. Not becoming one with a bear or, or a mus- uh, muskrat or any kind of little animal even. But what is God? How do you know there's a God? Well, considering they talk about the star beings a lot, and, and I tried to get in the Star Nation conference... They never got back to me, but it's going to be in a week or two. I couldn't afford to go there anyway. But they need the truth. All the native people out there, they need the truth as well as the Spanish, the British, German, Russian, Chinese. All They all need the truth, not lies. Lies about what aliens are, what they're doing here, why they're here. Not to help us just make more weapons. Why? Who are we fighting that, they, that we need weapons that Tesla brought out? An earthquake machine, which they're playing with. Why? 
because in the ignorance, the races that do do that and allow us to do that know we will be causing major destruction. You know, there's more aliens around a war zone than any other place. Because they can take those souls of those people dying. Realize these souls are already killing other people. So they're not connected to God. No matter what. Just because your president said kill somebody, go to another country and shoot somebody, and you do it. Whose God are you following? Man's God, not God. Who do you think Jesus followed? God, not man's. Why do you think he was killed? Please, call in. Tell, tell, tell the world what God is. What it looks like. Well, he, you use the word he, you're, you're, you're pretty doubtful as far as the truth. Or she, you're really doubtful because it's just women's interpretation to try to make it be something closer to them. It's not closer to either. Can't talk about it? I'm sure you can't. I challenge anybody. Please pass this show to everybody you know. Do it. Do me a favor. Just do that for me. Even if you hang up right now, send this link to somebody else. They might get something out of it. Which obviously, if you hang up or leave or whatever you're doing, you're not ready for it. Not ready for the truth. Very few people are. Because it's not beautiful. It's not happy. I want to be happy. I want to die happy. And then what? Come back here again and try to start all over and try to find happiness again? Guess what? You already lost your wife in this lifetime. Well, she'll come back with you in the next lifetime. No, she won't. Everyone creates a different amount of karma daily. Or burns up a different amount of karma. Meaning, once you get past the astral plane, which is where you need to get past before you die in this lifetime? Because then you're beyond all those things that keep you here. And in one path I study, they call them the five passions of the mind. Lust, greed, anger, vanity, and attachment. Each one of those words, you can multiply it to take in every, every action and thought that there is. Attachment being the hardest to break. Because if you're in love, the attachment to that is something you don't want to break. And you think you can hold on to. Well, you didn't do that in all your other lifetimes because every time you left, you left the family or children, you left a lot of different things. Did you go back to them? People don't put thoughts and they, they don't follow. My, my idea to you today, whatever your truth is, however you squeeze it into your brain and, and reality, take it to the limit. Take it as far as you can go. World peace never happened. World love never happened. But try to imagine it. What would the world be if we were all in love with each other? Sex maniacs ten times over than what we are already? How many times would you have sex on a daily basis? Uh, people don't want to go there. People don't ever want to face the truth, even to what they think and say they want. The old saying is, don't ask God for anything, and if you do, ask him for ten times more than what you want, so if you get one percent of it, you'll still be happy. Well, that's delusional. If you ask for junk, you'll get junk. That's easy, because Lucifer will make sure you do. Ask God for something, it better be just. Otherwise, you're still playing with Lucifer. Oh, there's no Lucifer? Tell that to a little child being raped. Tell that to a, a family that was just shot by their son. I mean, tell it. Tell it. Say it. Oh, it's a sickness in the brain. Well, maybe we all should have our brains 
like in the one who flew over the coca's nest, just have it all numbed and nobody has any thinking abilities and then nobody would kill each other. That's the ignorance of mankind. Anyway, if somebody doesn't think like everybody else, let's take his brain away. Man has few reasons to do anything. But what they do is always thinking that it will lead them to sexual satisfaction. Sexual pleasure. And they'll get it somehow, especially if it pertains to money. It'll help them find the right sexual partner. Not the right loving person to be around, but the loving sexual partner that they want. Oh, nobody goes into a relationship without even touching or kissing each other. I mean, these dating things on TV, I mean, they're waiting and they, they say they love each other. It lasts a week, a month, half a year or a year. But it won't go much further than that. Because in this reality, sex is a part of a relationship. And it needs to be what they both want when they have it. If one's not happy during that, no matter how much you love the person... They're going to be looking elsewhere, male or female. People look for experiences of, for themselves. What will make me happy? What will make you happy? Happiness is an illusion. What's real happiness? And I was in a religion called Eschenkar for a long time. And I say, it's not about what goes on in the other parts of the world. It's only one that goes around you. Well, I'm on a planet that I'm on, and I'm part of what's going on here. If I go around killing people, I'm part of the killing. If I'm going around raping people, I'm going around raping people. If I'm going around trying to love everybody, that's still me connecting to this planet. You don't need to connect. You don't need to be here. If you want to go into the, the bliss state and, and forget about everybody else and just go into light and sound, that's where you need to go. And that's what Buddha taught. It was escaping everything. Let go of everything and be in nothingness. Why? Then you don't even know you're there. Because soul doesn't need cheap thrills. Even if the thrill lasts for thousands of years, it's still going to end or it still not be the futurist idea for 10 billion years from now for yourself. Well, I'm still vibrating in the light and I'm still having fun. Fun what? Being nothing? Doing nothing? Vibrating? If I stood there and kept shaking you, I mean, would that be your turn-on for the rest of your life? Even if it's like electric shock, a real light one, and it was just hitting you and constantly zapping you and making you jump, 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 jump. How long do you want to do that? Even if you thought it was fun the first 10 years, 100 years, 1,000 years, and you're still there jumping, oh, wow, jump, 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 jump. Is that life? Is that what, what it's about? about ignorance that's called ignorance now people talk about other things and all these UFO people sorry I'm part of it but I don't think like them talking about working with aliens why can't work with God why work with an alien Uh, then the other word is abducted now abduction means taken alright taken out of your house your home your car put in a ship and then played with by aliens. All right. Now, and I'm going to try to explain this real simple. 
they were given a program to accept that. Meaning, well, uh, I was abducted and I don't remember much, much. Well, the government knew what was going on. And they made sure, they said, that you're going to abduct people, you got to make sure they don't remember everything. Which they did. And now, because it's so many people, they added a plus to that. Make them think it was good. Now, I work with one woman, good friend, good-looking person, who worked with Bud Hopkins. He's dead. Uh, never saw an alien, never saw a ship, none of that. So his was just people that he hypnotized to get his truth from. Worked with her for his first year. And started making a famous telling about abductions. She was abducted for over a year. I worked with her after because she was my good friend. And we had a trade. She did things for me. I did things for her. I mean, she was my best friend, so I was 18 at the time. But we did a trade. And I got to go inside and see what was going on in the ship and everything. You know what she says to me? Well, they never really heard her. That's like getting raped and being happy about it. Uh, as long as it feels good, you don't know how bad it was, what's the difference? Uh, so that's an interpretation of somebody that was the first person to come out mainstream with Bud Hopkins. Wrote his first book when he was with her and all that. So when we talk about abduction, now these people, all these UFO people, created a new word. And they use a word called experiencer. Meaning, they had an experience with an alien. Not an abduction, an experience. Well, their experience means somehow they were standing in front of their bed and the aliens were there and they took them on a ship and then they had dinner together. That's what an, uh, an experiencer talks about. And then they got into a great conversation. No, they didn't have dinner together ever. People can't eat with aliens eat. Uh, in general, most of the stuff they eat. So when we talk about experiences, which they're coming out by the thousands now, over and over, guess what? The aliens have a new way to program people to make them think the experience is good. I'm telling you, you want the truth, watch the movie V. Don't hold any ideas, just watch the whole movie from start to finish. And think how easy that could be a way that they could take over the world without coming down to hate us, to say we're going to destroy you or anything like that. Come down and tell everybody that they love us and they're going to help us. Help us what? Again, help you what? You go to a priest, you go to a minister, you go to a rabbi, go to the president. What are you going to ask him help for? Stop killing my people. That's something a little different. Do these people go to aliens and say stop killing the human race, stop abducting them? Uh, no. Let's all the experiences get together and talk about our experience. Really? Delusional. Not one of them has proof even, which is even worse. Sargell and I, Sargell 18 and I, have more pictures than anybody else in the United States. We shot more things that prove realities are not what people perceive it to be or are. From invisible dragons to, to creatures to invisible, invisible creatures that are walking on the ground and you can see the footprints and things like that as well, to you name it, to massive light beings that or clouds that follow you around and walk around you like, like you're a person, but it's just a cloud of light or a mist. I mean, things that 
bats with purple eyes. I mean, I got a lot of pictures of weird stuff. But people didn't want to see it when we first came out with that in, in 97, 98. Uh, people weren't ready for the truth. That, like, they're still not. They want the truth if it's what they want it to be. They want the truth of Jesus, and it fits into their programmed idea of what, it, what he was supposed to be. Which it isn't. Wake up, people. Your time is running out. You think you're going to get into heaven? Why? What did you do to deserve heaven? What are you doing here to deserve even being here? <laughs> not much, because you can do anything you want here. Good, better, and different. So that's not a gift. It's a starting point. And all stall has to start somewhere. And that's called planet Earth. The word possession doesn't mean anything to most people either. It does exist, even if they don't believe it exists. In the present time, where people become possessed now than ever in any time in history. I'm not talking about becoming slaves to a king or a ruler. I'm talking about being possessed by an entity, demon, that's making them do things that are not right. Well, there's no good and right, good or bad. Well, there is. Just because you don't perceive it or understand it, that doesn't mean it's not true. Go to a shrink, and they'll ask you a few questions. You answer any of them with what you believe in, they would consider you crazy. Straight out. Second, you mention abduction, experiencer, taking on a ship, talk to aliens, any of that. You're automatically considered crazy in the United States. It's the law of becoming a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Uh, I'm crazy. Go insane. Everybody else is sane going crazy. So I'm happy where I'm at. Doctors cannot talk about a UFO, demons, or angels in a real aspect of what it is. They can only relate to that as being a sickness in the brain. And then what do they do on top of that? Come up with multiple medicines and drugs that will help destroy your thinking. doesn't do anything. I talked to a psychiatrist. And he says all the medicines they make are just to stop you from thinking. And sometimes it takes different medicines to stop certain people from thinking. It's not about healing somebody, changing the way they think. Because just because you don't believe what other people believe makes you crazy. I mean, Lot in the, in the Bible had sex with his two daughters. And they kind of got him drunk and everything else. But, is that a, is, would that be considered okay today? If you believed in Adam and Eve, if you did, sorry if you do, but who did they have sex with? Alright, so they had ten children. Who did those children have sex with? The other Adam and Eve's children? No, their children. Their brothers and sisters. And now they want us to believe that if you have sex with your family, they'll become sick and retarded and all these other things. It's kind of against the law. So that's pathetic programming. Not real. Think about the truth. Try to. Try to imagine what the truth really is. Instead of the sick program lies that you live by. Love is the most important word on this planet. For who? For your ego? Almost every religion and path builds on the idea of love. 
It is the number one lie. Go back in history. Love was never mentioned, ever. In Atlantis, you didn't say, I love you. You could feel that vibration, which was the vibrating of soul, not the ego and the mind. You knew who and what they were, how they were relating to you. And you didn't even have to talk either. So when we talk about love is everything, love is the biggest lie. Love is something that comes and goes for most people. You can make it happen. You can only hope that it comes into your reality. And that it's real. Or as real as it could be. In your level of awareness. But sadly, how many relationships understand love with each other? I love you forever. I'll stay with you until I die. Next month they're getting a divorce. Next year they're getting into other relationships and then breaking up. Yeah, what's love mean to those people? Lies. What they do about it? Lies. Where does it fit in and make it reality real and important? Do anybody understand what's important and what's not? No. College is not important. Schooling is not important. They don't teach you anything about God, spirit, death. The only things that you're going to have to deal with sooner or later. And if you don't, you'll be back here doing the same stupid game, playing the same stupid game you're playing right now. Trying to figure out, well... What's real? What's not? Death is real. Life isn't. Life's a short time in this body. Soul stuck in a body for 125 years, usually max around 80, 90. Some get out in 40, some get out in 20, some get out in 10 years. But it's based on their karma. Not because they were a good person, they did bad things, or what it is in one way. But, I mean, why does a baby die right after it's born? You know, there's a little bit of karma that they have to pay off. And they're not going to be forced to go through a whole lifetime to pay off that karma. Just the idea that they're born in this world again is paying off a lot of karma. And they don't do much, so they're not going to create any karma. So they get to leave real fast. But people would rather look at it as, well, oh, uh... Their brain went screwed up, the parents' brain screwed up, they had a disease, and every other aspect other than the truth. Nobody wants the truth. I can't talk about it, all the lies. I can say what they are, but I'm not going to agree with them and say they're right, because they're not. Why are you here? Why are you? Tell yourself over and over, why are you here? You know, I doubt it. You don't understand why you're here. To change the world, to change people? No, you're not. God wants to change people. God does. But even that, God doesn't get involved with too much. Few souls that were high enough to go through ascension to attain a level of being aware with God is different. They become aware, they become alive with truth, not alive Alive with lies. Most people perceive life as a beautiful, loving thing. Of what? Painting suffering? Do you have abilities? Soul has multiple abilities. The mind doesn't perceive them, so they can't use them. I use them. 
they're real, as real as it gets, but they're more deadlier than any other game you can play with, or the toy you can play with, anything, because you can create so much karma within a short period of minutes or seconds. Try to destroy the world with a thought. Just that thought will create so much karma in your reality. I mean, we talk about the thoughts are real. Well, they're real to karma, but do they really happen? Not if you're not aware and using the gift. A true witch, which I considered myself when I was little, was capable of using those powers, good, bad, or indifferent, creating karma or not. Is white magic, black magic. Luckily, I never got into black magic. I was so close to it, but I almost got into it, but I didn't. It's real. It's alive. I mean, Santeria came into Jersey when I was living there. It was one of the most horrible things that ever happened to Jersey. They were killing people, putting their heads in hotels that they rented, fingers and things like that. You would see goats tied with streamers and bells on them walking the streets. Uh, in the schools, you would see dead animals lined up on the school steps as, as if one teacher yelled at their child and things. Santeria was really, really bad. I went to a Santeria high priest. I was working in his house. His house looked like a museum of bottles of creatures, entities, and not entities, but things and medicines and drugs, whatever, all that stuff in there was. And the little kids doing a Santeria dance in the middle of the floor. Uh, it was bizarre. But he said he works for the mob. He put spells on the people that are trying to put these people in jail. So, it exists, whether you want to see it or not. How far does it go? Much further than you assume. So, are you ready to move forward? Or do you want to hang on to these lies? Please tell yourself, it's time to let go of the lies. Looking for the truth, finding the truth, and then being within that. No alien is going to help you. At least any that are here right now. I'm dealing with the light ship. I see it every time the sky is clear. I go outside. I said, look, I'll give you anything you want, but you've got to give me something back. And I'm still waiting. It might happen. Everybody's saying, oh, it's going to happen soon now. It's going to happen soon now. I mean, five days ago, one light ship blinked at me 120 times in less than 15 minutes. Three days later, it blinked at me 20 times in, in two minutes. Well, I saw ships and everything else. So uh, am I delusional? No. Do I wish I was? No, not really. I want, it, I want the truth, period. No matter how it comes, where it comes, and, and what, what's happening with it. I want the truth out. Be able to help put it out there. In this UFO world, it's going to be hard to prove the truth because people are just being sucked into the lies and don't look beyond that. Psychic abilities, I don't use them. They'll destroy this reality. If a hundred people, even one person had... Psychic ability to 100% of a level of having it, whatever that one psychic ability is, he could destroy the planet. So, why don't we have them? Because we're ignorant people. They were all taken away. In Atlantis, everybody had 32 different psychic abilities. Talking that wasn't necessary, couldn't lie, couldn't cheat, didn't have to eat, 
We didn't kill to eat and all those kind of things. So we were living differently. See, aliens need energy, which makes people mad and angry, and that energy is absorbable. So we can't have peace here and out. They wouldn't be happy with that. So they destroyed it. And we have become massive killers, sexual abusers, perverted, twisted, thinking people. Do you understand that? I wish you did. I hope you do. Hope you get it. Maybe tonight, sitting back. Oh, wow. You remember he said something about this or he said something about that? If you forgot, my show is recorded. Put it back on and listen to it again. Maybe it'll sink in. Sometimes you hear it over and over. You start realizing the truth and the lies about it. Jesus was not here preaching love. Jesus wasn't here about teaching forgiveness. And we and so many people, when they leave a religion, take certain things with them. Like cursing out God and Jesus. Like, uh, oh, you can't, you can't, you cannot, or you should not judge somebody. That's like going in a candy store and picking out a piece of candy. I can't judge any one of them. I just have to pick one. Uh, really? You can pick the one that you think is the best taste and the one that you think is the best. The same with a girlfriend. Don't judge them. Any girl walks in, wait, let's get married. No. Judging is the word that they use because in the Bible it was used judged. At least that's the word that was pushed upon their thinking. You judge everything you do. What shoes you're going to wear. What, what clothes you're going to wear. How are you going to eat what you eat? Should I use a spoon or a fork? Uh, I always use a spoon, no, ma- no matter what, if I can help it. I don't like using a fork. But uh, we judge everything. You buy a car. Well, what color do you want it? Uh, I want any color that you give me. No, you want a color. So what? why should you not judge a person if they're sitting there smoking, doing drugs, punching people out? Why not judge them? Well, they'll judge me. Are you doing what he's doing? If you got guilt, yeah, you're, you're going to be afraid to do anything because then you'll be judged. Well, you're going to be judged no matter what or how you do it. Whether you realize you're doing it or not, you're still being judged by God. God doesn't come down and say, well, you're going to do this. It's the deities that work on all that level. What I call the little gods. They're responsible for all that. You think God within itself has time to deal with one little person playing with a fish tank, with the little fish scooping them up with the net, making strawberry cake or whatever? You think God has to deal with that? I doubt it. I know it doesn't. Why should it? think it cares what you wear today? Or you have to wear shorts, you can't wear long pants. Or you can't wear you have to wear a dress, you can't wear pants to a church. And all these little things. Or you can't point your feet at the, at this person that's sitting there lecturing. Ego, power, control. It's wrong to point your feet at a, a guru or a master. Really? Why? Uh you can't have a short dress on uh, which, I mean, it went on in school and, and all that. So, I mean, where's the boundaries? Where's the rules take place and, and don't take place? They're all in existence that are wrong and lies. Well, once you let go of the physical body, you get all the gifts of God back. Then you could start becoming spiritual for a real word. 
spiritual's definition, no matter what it says in any dictionary or anybody trying to tell you what it means, means your awareness of God. If you're not truly aware of God, you're not spiritual. Period. Do I say I'm spiritual? No. I know God. But am I going to say I'm spiritual? I don't know God 100%. I know multiple aspects of God. What it desires, what it wants, what it does, and, and things like that. But do I say I'm one with it? No, never happened. Never. In billions of years. Realize there's billions and billions of souls going back to God. The wrong way. But the ones that do go back, or get close to it, bring back a greater awareness that it can play with. And God was playing with dinosaurs. Hey, wow, they're cool. They're fun to watch. Uh, let's, let's see something more exciting with that. So God's growing. God isn't all-knowingness. It learns and grows greater every split second. So when you think you become God-realized, God's 10 trillion, billion, zillion times Google for a word, more than it was yesterday. So you think you can keep up with that when you still don't even know why you're here? You don't even know what soul is. You don't know what death is. And you're going to say you're spiritual? What programs do you listen to? What people do you listen to? Every moron on this planet? And you accept it? Oh, I'm, I'm nasty. No, I'm real. Real. Honest. True. Loving and compassionate at some levels. If I didn't care, I wouldn't, have to, I wouldn't say a word to anybody out there. Let them all be idiots and die. Jesus came and went. Jesus was killed by the people that loved him. Why? Because they couldn't see the truth. Truth's not easy to accept. Because it doesn't make you feel super good. Not in this body. The closer you get to God, the more you let go of your bodies, the more you feel incredibly different and better and outrageous. It just gets better. You can't describe what it feels like being on a mental plane than on the astral plane. Not until you step out of the body. Which is something you have to learn in this lifetime. Because don't think you're just going to learn it next lifetime or when you go to heaven. You don't learn everything in the heaven. You learn what you already, you deal with what you already know. Which is nothing. So how many people do you think are going to stay there if they didn't learn anything? No, get back on there. Go back down there and learn something more important. And then you can come back and try it again. It's like those people that go into the uh, Superman contest or whatever. And they, they fall down at certain places. They go back and train. So that they can get past that next time. It's the same thing. You think a kindergarten kid could go to college and graduate? No. But graduating college, what does it give you spiritually? Nothing. I don't care if you go to a Catholic college or whatever. My brother did. Uh, did it help? He was an atheist for the longest time. Little by little, he listened to me, uh, parts of what I said and stuff. And slowly, he, he kind of feels that there's a higher power there now, which he didn't. Even that's one step for a scientist. Scientists don't want to admit anything outside of why it has to be. Everything has to be in this reality because that's the way the things were created. But when you step beyond this reality, you're in a different reality. I can debate people that I know because their stories are like, well, this world and the outer world. The movie that came out uh, with the two, the, two, the two worlds, this world and that world, where we live in both. 
You can accept that. You can believe that. But how do you know one of them is not just a dream world? I mean, there's, there's ways to look at everything as you unfold. If you're stuck in the program and somebody tells you something and you accept it, you're stuck in the garbage, in the junk. So please, as I move forward today, we did an hour and a half already, which I'm glad. Uh, not like yesterday, I did 45 minutes and zero. Uh, the, there was no sound anywhere. I'm sorry about that if anybody even got in. I, I erased the show so that nobody could go back in there. Uh, but if anybody was on here yesterday that's here today, I'm sorry about that. So, I mean, I did 45 minutes and I thought I was doing really good until the computer said, oh, there's a problem. So you've got to be kidding me. And then there was no sound. So, uh, look, why are you here? To play games? Well, have fun. Keep playing games. If games are your pleasure, you'll love it here. But when it gets hurtful and painful, you're not going to love it. When you start getting sick and then you said, hey, I'm going to die. But I want to play Monopoly today. Really? Have fun. When death starts coming in, and you're aware of it, it's different than when it comes in and just takes you away. You don't even have a choice to decide anything. If you die in your sleep, you don't even know you died. There's a lot of things that you have to become aware of, and you should. And you should be thinking about. If you're in love, make it real. Make it as real as you can. At least while you're here. Because you're not going to go to the same place when you're supposed to die. Where everybody meets everybody in heaven. Really? You married ten times in this lifetime. You're going to meet ten wives in heaven. You're all going to sit down and have dinner together. What do people think? Are people that ignorant? Yes. Why? Because their parents didn't teach them anything. How many parents on this planet taught their children anything about a real God? Any? I haven't met people that understand God at any higher level than, well, God's compassionate, loving, and protecting. And forgiving. No, it's not forgiving. You wouldn't have to stay in hell as long as we do if it was forgiving. Oh, we murdered ten people. Have, let's forgive them and let them go into a higher realm. And he threw angels out because they couldn't grow or they didn't. Uh, and you're, what are you compared to any angel? Compare yourself to St. Michael, Gabriel. What do you got in common? Anything? What can you do for the world that that, that angel can do? Oh, I can... What? Become a billionaire and donate the money? Yeah, you can. Are you going to? No. Because once that billion dollars gets put in your pocket, guess what happens? Your brain goes crazy. Your mind locks into money. It doesn't lock into God. Because you'd give it all away if you were. And that's what happens. I talked about it yesterday. Tried to Mother Teresa. They found in her dying time, she was hoarding money. In, Christ, in Christianity, nuns can't have lots of money. And she was hoarding all her money. And she even wrote in her diary that she was doubting God. So here's what they consider a saint. They, they classified her as a saint and how she died. Uh, there was another story about the woman that was had the seven prophecies. They locked her in a vault, in a room. 
because she had the seven prophecy and, and the Pope didn't want anybody to hear what it was. It has to do with aliens, but nobody wanted her to tell what it was. When she died, they sealed that room up with concrete so nobody could even step in the room. They were afraid somebody might get in touch with a spirit or a soul or whatever. However they think. They don't even understand possession, so how can they think any greater than that? In the name of Jesus, be gone. Well, Jesus didn't say, in the name of me, be gone. So if you don't know Jesus, you can't use his name. Well, you can, but you think it's going to help you? Please, when you're in your next situation and it's really crazy, say, in the name of Batman. No, let's say Superman. Yeah, Superman. Change it. See what happens. <laughs> See what you get. And some miracle could happen and something changes. Oh, and then you're going to stop believing in Superman? Are you? We are ignorant. Sorry to say that. I have been half of my life. Even though I was on a constant search for spiritual quest of finding God and truth. Because it's hard to clean out the cobwebs in your brain. Every thought you have is a wrinkle in your brain and it stays there. Just like the computer when you put it on a computer chip. So, wake up people. Time is running out. Text me, call me, email me, whatever you want. To set up a class, workshop. We can do whatever people want to do. I'm willing. I mean, to get out of Hawaii for me is so expensive. I want to do a conference before I die. At least put my last words out there for people that are ready to hear it. The truth, the real highest I could. Uh, I'm, I'm going to work on that. I'm trying. Right now, this month is so bad. It's never been this so bad with money. And next month's going to be worse. But uh, I don't. I, that's not part of being spiritual. It's part of life. Life has nothing to do with spiritual. Or you're spiritual because you're in a body? No. Every soul gets stuck in a body until they realize they can get out of it. Hell wasn't a place that we didn't want to go into. Ever. It was a place we should have wanted to get out of. So man's conception always is reversing the truth. Because it doesn't understand it. It doesn't want to understand it. Reincarnation is as real as you want to get. Because I became aware of all my lifetimes. I proved multiple things to myself. And I'm not here to change the world on every word. Because that's their experience. And they have to learn how to do that. So just accepting what I say is useless too. Until you're ready to learn how to get out of your body. Which is what you have to do somewhere in, in, in this lifetime to learn how to do that, to know that it's real. Then understanding soul. And at that point, you could go beyond the concept of what a soul is. What its real purpose is and how it functions and what it can do and all that. But that's down the road. It's not here in the moment. And all these six-dimensional so-called beings that say they're this and they're working with this higher race. Higher race. Higher awareness. What does that mean? You're not aware of anything. So how could you be higher? If you say, I'm God-aware, you're God-aware. That's a different story than being higher. There's only one thing higher. God. Not, I mean, the deities are higher than us, even. Becoming aware of a deity, even, is a step greater. But it's still not God. So to give them credit and say that they are God. They are the workers for God. 
you know, the controllers of the lower realms to keep them in balance and in, not in peace, but to keep it together so that it stays in existence for a while. And to destroy the planet when they have to, to take things out when they have to. There's no real teacher on this planet that can take you any further spiritually. They can show you the steps you could take and tell you how to go about doing it. You have to take that step. You have to become the one that becomes aware. And it's called unfoldment. You have to work that into your reality to become that. And you will. You know, I know a lot of times people say you're saying that over and over. Well, there's only one message out there. It's not like I can come up with 10 billion more words and stories. And, and No, it's, it's not like that. You either realize and find God or you don't. There's no multiple words that are going to change any of that. All these dictionary words aren't going to change anything. Science is not going to change anything except help you be programmed to accept more stupid ideas. Well, now there's giants. And, and well, yes, so what? Are you a giant now? No. You're going to become a giant? If you don't watch out, you might. Maybe in some other realm, uh, other world. But reincarnation is important because if you become aware of all the lifetimes you have, you become aware of the truth of history, which is a lie. And the mess woman I dealt with always called it his story, which history is a story of one person. When they say something, who, who was there? Well, I was there and I saw it. You saw what? Just like Roswell. Every year a new person comes out with a new story. How's that? How many people actually saw it or knew what was going down when that happened? How many people got involved with that? How many people would? I was in Hudson County Park in New Jersey when I was little. I guess 12, around that age, fishing in a lake. A ship landed right smack in the middle of the park. It only me there for a short period of time, and then it took back off. But when it took off, all the windows in the project started shaking. A lot of them broke. It was on the front page of the newspaper the next day. The day after that, that story was never mentioned again. Amazing. But truth that we don't like, we don't put it out there, we don't promote it, we don't teach it, we don't use it. A lie that sounds good and makes people happy and you know what? If it makes people give you money, that's the truth we're going to go by. Tell people they're spiritual. Tell people this. Tell people that they're going to meet uh, God and, and all this. Tell them whatever you want that you know that's going to make them feel good. They'll give you all their money. As much as they can. If you take money for giving somebody the truth, you're a fool. You can't charge for a spirit. You can't charge for awareness. But everybody does. Deep October, Ekitoli. I mean, all these workshops. Oh, the 21-day this. And they give you this free workshop. And they say, join the, this workshop. Uh, I know there's people that charge $50,000 for a month's workshop. And you get to sit with her for maybe, what, one day, half a day? Really? Is there anybody worth it? I could go on about that. Money is the root to all evil. It sure is. It's the root to lies. The more money you have, the more lies you need in your life. You definitely don't want the truth because you wouldn't keep the money if you knew the truth. Yeah, you need money to survive and, and everything else. But there's a, a level of when it's no longer needed. You've got 
$20 billion in your bank and you got one year to live. What do you do with it? Well, let's decide what child I'm going to give it to when I die. I want to donate a little money to this. And imagine that. You don't even want to see what your money does, what you work your whole life to retain. How about, like, put some money out there while you're alive? Build a school in your neighborhood and watch the children go to it. A homeless shelter for women. Do something incredibly nice and then look and reflect on that. Wow. I could have did something important all this time. Yes, you could have. And you didn't. And you don't. And the more money these rich people have, the more they want. Is there enough? I, I, I live with a millionaire family. I lived in a billionaire family. Children get $25 million when they turn 25. I was with these kids watching them grow up. It was hard. Of course, the mother was pretty, uh, I would say, pathetic. And I, I wouldn't even go into what she tried to teach her children and things like that. It was pathetic. Uh, computers, computer games were like the number one thing in their life. Halloween was the next biggest thing in their life. So, yeah, where do we put our attention? On things that make us think we're happy. Knowing that you're going to go somewhere when you die and it's not going to be back to planet Earth should be a great gift. Knowing that you'll be in a place doing things that will help you get closer and more aware as you live there. It should be an incredible experience and an idea and acceptance. But how many people out there are going to tell you that? Just live in the now. Now this world's full of a bunch of you know what. We're not going anywhere. We're not making anything better. Why is that? How can you sit back and say, oh, uh, because we got a sick government. we got sick laws and power in place. We don't change them. We don't try to. We believe we can't do nothing. Well, then you are a zombie. You're not going to unfold. You're not going to become aware. You're going to die in that zombie space. And what's it mean? You're just going to reincarnate as a zombie starting all over. How about hold on to everything you think you know and go further than that? Well, I did all that. I don't have to do that again. I stuck my hand in fire 10,000 times already. I don't need to do it again. Really? Well, time's running out and it's time to help yourself move forward. I don't care if you don't ever listen to me again. As long as you go inside yourself and say, hey, look, I need to become the best I can. Not what people tell you is the best you can. The best football player, best baseball player, best hockey player, best boxer. That has nothing to do with spirit at all. Best cook? No, that's not bad. You're using food that's not toxic and poison these people while they eat it? Uh, everything. To find something that's beneficial to the human race and do it. And then be happy doing it is probably when you start realizing what it means to become spiritual. A painter paints all his pictures, makes what he wants, and he gets money from Okay, that's in a space where it's in balance. Is he teaching about God? In a slight way. Being creative. But creative, what are you trying to show us? What are you bringing out for us? Are you painting real pictures of God? Are you painting... Well, everything's God. No, everything's not God. I drew flowers. That's God. I drew a tree. That's God. No, it's not. 
That stuff doesn't exist in, the, in those realms. So to say that, well, uh, not the way they exist here. Crystals exist in the higher realms much different than they do down here. I mean, a crystal on this planet has such a high vibration. Imagine it in a higher realm where it's vibrating. There's a crystal in it inside everybody's brain. A tiny little microscopic chip of crystal inside the brain. And it was only proven a couple of years ago that it produces the adrenaline that goes through the body when the body needs it. It also stores everything that the, the person experiences in a lifetime. So there was a story, I watched it on TV, they showed all these people, they went into this, I, I thought it was Easter Island, but I don't think it was. It was an island though, and it was about 130 skeletons sitting in this cave. All different positions with a circle cut out in their head, in their skull. So somehow, each one had the top of the head opened up and something taken out of it. Their brain or whatever, right? But it was done with te technical device or machine or whatever you want to call it that didn't exist in the time frame, obviously. But why? Well, if you know, another race wanted to see where we are at. Let's pull the crystals and put it in a, a computer chip machine and see what they learned. That's where their technology is, but it still has nothing to do with God. So the more we connect with aliens, the more we're still going to be brought into a program reality that has nothing to do with where we should be. Tesla brought us there. Not Einstein. Einstein lied too many times. His, his truth is a lie. But uh, Tesla worked with aliens. So did Einstein. But the, whoever Einstein worked with was a really bad alien race uh, as far as giving any kind of teachings. Tesla worked with an alien race and gave him a lot of teachings. He created 200 inventions in a short period of time. Actually had them all copyrighted. Earthquake machine, doomsday weapon, uh, quantum physics at a level, and the first radio, which he wasn't even given credit for first machine that could run over the ocean with just one tank of gas. So he was involved with so many things. Free energy and all that. But free energy is not free. Not free to the planet. You absorb something, something has to be given back. No matter what. You inhale oxygen. You exhale. Right? We produce another gas that goes back out into the world. So it's a give and take plants absorb that and then they give us back oxygen so everything gives back and takes so we're not in that space anymore we just want to take and next level of taking is robots at every level don't you see when they said the first robot it was going to take away our reality I mean sure you got a, a robot a computer robot whatever you want to call it Making a chip that's microscopic that we could never do with our eyes and our hands. But now we got machines printing out anything that we want. They got a machine that prints out a house and makes an actual house. I mean, now in Japan, the sex, sex dolls, which are real to the, like 90% of a, a real person, they're soft like real skin. You put on a face that you want, of who you want. You put the voice of who you want within it, and you can have sex with a robot dummy 
You can do it as much as you want. And you probably won't even know the difference because you got her singing and talking or whatever. It's a guy or a girl. I don't know about the guys. I don't know how good they're with the guys, but I saw the female robots. But uh, they do about everything. And sound effects and talking, you name it. So, yeah, it's pretty scary what man is creating. What if man doesn't want women around no more? To get a robot dummy that the perfect body that they like, perfect voice they like, and if they can get it to do the dishes, they definitely wouldn't want a woman woman around. They wouldn't have to pay for it anymore. And, I mean, it's just horrible how far it would go, how man thinks. I follow the thoughts of people, men, what they do, what they create, what's coming out day by day. But everything's going to be done by a robot. What do you think they would need you for? Cleaning the toilet bowl? <laughs> what if the robot says, oh, I don't want to get dirty. Uh, let's get a human to do it. <laughs> I mean, when you give them that much thinking... Take it to a level. Take it as far as you can take a thought. And keep adding into it. And you get closer to the truth. Because the more you get into what we assume is reality or real, is so far from the connection to spirit and truth. Well, Alright, we talked about reincarnation. Let's go to another word. Is death real? What is it really? Your body, your house that you live in, dies. Some occupies it. And I describe this many times as a car. And that's why I always relate a car to karma. Because you have a flat tire, a car accident, and it's always costing money and always giving you problems. It's called balancing out your karma. But uh, the body that we walk into dies. So we use multiple bodies in multiple lifetimes. Not like the ignorant Egyptians or the Mayans. None of them were spiritual. None of them knew a God. None of them knew the truth. They believed the programming some alien race gave them. How sick and stupid are people? It amazes me. They only get stupider. Thinking that an alien race created us. Well, they helped change our thinking. But they didn't give us another arm, another leg. We didn't become smarter, really. We didn't become spiritual. And they can't put that into a soul. They can program the brain. I mean, they can put a lot of wrinkles in it, like pre- pre-program the brain. That could happen in the future. So you know how to speak every language, so you know how to do and things like that. But again, that has nothing to do with spirit. No alien race is going to connect you to that because they don't know. They're not here to make us spiritual. They won't come here to make us spiritual. As a matter of fact, they don't want us spiritual. Where are they going to get their food from? Where are they going to get their energy from? Please, can you listen to what I'm saying? Give me one split second. I I don't even have water. Sorry about that. Uh, So, the death of this body will die. And there's techniques to take on another body in this lifetime. Tibetans perfected that. It's not a good thing. Because now you're playing God. And God doesn't like that. Out of all the things, I mean, what do you think the Ten Commandments says? 
calling God in a, in a curse or a name is probably one of the worst ten, which one of the Ten Commandments that you can't do. If you put down the ultimate creator, you're putting down everything, good, bad, and indifferent. When the average person goes down the street and they say, F, God, God, damn it, Jesus, this or that, and they use these names, even if they're not even in that religion, why? Programmed ideas that stay with people. They hold on to the stupidest programs, the worst programs, like cursing. Like the F word is used probably, I mean, there's a, a, a llama that, or some, I don't know what he is, a, a, some kind of Buddhist guy or whatever. And he uses the word in a hundred different ways, the F word. In every aspect of feeling and emotion, he uses good, bad, or indifferent. And that's what we do with a word. But we don't use a good word. We don't use God. We don't use spirit. We don't try to understand it. We'd rather understand the F word. Really? Does it mean anything good ever? Oh, I had a good F, right? I had a good laugh. Uh, so we break down anything and, and turn it into something that's not good, make it evil, make it bad, make it un, un, unjust in a society that's trying to become... Awakened? No, we're not. Who is? Who's out there really trying? Well, I'm working with the good aliens. And what are we going to do? Go to another planet? And what are we going to do there? What are we going to eat there? What are we going to live in? And what are we going to wear? You going to bring makeup with you? You going to bring a toothbrush and toothpaste? When you get there, do they have a toothpaste machine? Do they have a deodorant machine? All those little things that we strive hard to make here. Shoe factory on Mars, a diaper factory on Mars. I mean, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I hope you got something out of today. My time's running out. Uh, I didn't get into the alien thing, which I wanted to. But that's a useless cause. It's not beneficial. It's not going to help anybody. And until people see an alien ship, they're not going to believe it. But so what? And if they see one, so what? If they see an alien, so what? They get abducted by an alien. Well, it had to be a good thing. Really? No, it's not. Well, they told me about all these cities. Where? And what are you going to do in those cities? What are they making those cities? Why are they coming here, really? To take us back to their planet? They need more fools on their planet? Ignorant people on their planet? What do they need? How about a human farm of raising humans? Uh, people don't want to go into the truth. People like the lies that they're, they're, they're smart, they're spiritual, they're just good races. Well, name one spiritual person on planet Earth. Name one. Can't use the Pope because he's not. Dalai Lama, Ekatoli, Deepak Chopra, Oprah, I mean, any of those names. They're just people. Name a spiritual person. The Dalai, this Lama or this medicine man. No, they're not. I could go on in stories about that, which I'm not going to. I don't have a few minutes left. No, there's none here. Why? If you were spiritual, would you want to live in a rat hole? Why? Why, 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 why? Ask yourself why. Why you listen to lies. Why you believe lies. Why do you believe your truth is important? To who? 
to you? Well, I believe, what do you believe? Please tell me how important whatever you believe in is your truth and why you're holding on to it. That God's going to forgive you for being an idiot and a fool? Why? God loves you? Why? Why would God love you? God has to love everybody. Who said that? God didn't say it. Jesus didn't say it. Love was not a word. Man created the word love rather recently. Again, it wasn't in existence in Atlantis. It wasn't the word love wasn't there. There's a difference when you connect with soul and energy and all that. It's you can't put it in, into a word love. I love that soul. So please play this again if you missed or don't understand what I was saying. Try to listen again and pull out what you really need out of it. Please send this out to everybody you know. I know you won't. Well, I don't like what he's saying. Because you don't want the truth. There are people that need and want the truth. And all they get is sick, perverted, twisted lies. Let them step out of that once. And not believe that this is what Jesus was, this is what Moses was, this is what any of those people are. Jesus was the most spiritual person, spiritual person, to live on this planet. Not religious. He didn't create a religion. He wasn't trying to create a religion. So what are you trying to create? What are you trying to build? What do you live on? Delusions, illusions, fantasies, fairy tale stories, good cake, good candy, uh, good sex. What? What? What's the game? What's the game plan? Having more children? Why? Can you give all your children the love that they deserve right now? Like here in Hawaii, these people have six dogs. How can you love six dogs? I have. See this guy in his truck. He has six giant dogs. He has to take them in the morning and night to go to the bathroom down the road. And he brings them somewhere where they all go to the bathroom. I don't know where it is, but uh can't imagine him sitting on a chair with all these giant dogs. I'm talking like 150-pound dogs, six of them. What do you do? What do you do with that? How do you give them all love? When you have family, you need to be able to give the love to each the same and 100%. So when it goes into numbers that are way beyond that, it's impossible. So I hope you enjoyed today. hope you got something added today. My email address, hawksblood1aolaol.com, H-A-W-K-S-B-L-O-O-D-1. I'm out there. I will debate anybody on this planet anytime on God, spirit, death, Truth, aliens, name it. Well, as far as what we're programmed to believe is important, like science and all that, I'll debate that, uh, that it's not important. It's not going to help us. So please, with that, enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. Tune in again, uh, probably Sunday, if not before. Uh, I just joined my mailing list because I just too many people didn't get back to me, and I'm not going to talk to people that don't even care at all. If you're here, you're listening. If you tuned into this show and you stayed this time, I give you credit. You're much more further down the road than most people. At least you heard the truth. And truth will affect the lies in time. It'll destroy them. If you allow it. So thank you for being here today. 
uh, again, if you know anything, have any money to give to TJ, send it to her, any kind of gifts or donations, please. She's in desperate need. Thank you. Uh, peace, everyone. Till next time. You know where we are? Are we sitting on top of the world? Hopefully right now you are. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.